Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can follow us on Facebook or visit our website at BeatitudesChurch.org. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. Merry Christmas! What a wonderful way to usher in quiet and rest after all the busyness. Thank you so much for being here this morning and bringing your gift of music. We appreciate it. I want to start with a couple of really brief announcements, and then we'll get back to the wonderful Christmas music. First of all, the church office this next week is going to be closed to all appointments on the following days, on Monday the 27th, Tuesday the 28th, and Friday the 31st. So if you want to catch us, you need to be here on Wednesday and Thursday. (laughs) And then our regular operating hours will resume on Monday, January the 3rd. And you can make appointments at that time that uh, will be scheduled with staff because we're still closed to the public, technically. If you need immediate pastoral care, please, please leave a message on the voicemail system and I or Pat will get in touch with Pastor Tony and we'll get right back to you. And I would like to remind everybody that if you haven't already done so, please return your pledge cards for 2022. We, um, we base a lot of how we determine our programs for the new year on those pledge cards, so please send them back if you haven't already done so. And last, um, CLM is on break until January the 9th, so there will be no copy hour after service today, sorry to say, but um, they will resume again on January 9th, and as well, the children's and youth enrichment classes are also on break until January the 9th. And you can find all of my announcements and more by subscribing to my weekly e-newsletter. Just go to the website, hit the little orange button, and I will get you subscribed. And that's all you need to know. So now we are going to quiet our minds, and I'm going to uh, bring scripture into our service. This is from Mark 4, verse 21. A lamp on a stand. He said to them, Do you bring in a lamp to put it under a bowl or a bed? Instead, don't you put it on its stand? What a beautiful gift, the gift of music, the gift of all of you. The message that Janelle read today was a story about a lamp. And that message from Mark is found in the middle of the parables, where Jesus addresses the twelve, saying, You have been given the message of the kingdom. The use of a lamp, or the light, we hear in all kinds of songs. We see it throughout the um, Old Testament or Hebrew text, and of course we see it in the New Testament. And a candle or a lamp tends to be a symbol that is traditionally associated, of course, with God, with Israel, with Jesus, and with the promise of the life that he'll lead. 
I mentioned earlier that developing a sermon for today was quite difficult for me. Don't exactly know why. Actually, I talked to Tony beforehand, and that's why it got more difficult. He always challenges me. <laughs> but for me, I really wanted this message to be a continuation of the joy that so many of us felt during this Advent season. I also recognize that as I volunteer for the San Francisco Night Ministry on a, a care line, as I provide pastoral care to sheriff's deputies with the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office, that Advent season is not always joyful for most. In fact, it's a great time of pressure. It's when the nerves um, tend to tense up a little bit more and we feel a great deal of anxiety. And the service after Christmas ends the Advent season. And it begins this journey of a post-Christmas life where we know right around the corner we're going to be asked to get back to the grind, to go back to the office hours being open five days a week, back to the reality that we are actually still living with a life filled with COVID, with rising inflation, with racism, with upcoming court decisions about what should be done with the bodies of women and the bodies of those who are attempting to migrate here. And then 2022 is our midterm election year where we know that our airways will be dominated and we will be reminded about the inability for people to come together for the common good. And then I recognize that when writing this sermon, I've already moved on. I've moved past the hope, past the peace, and past the love of Advent season. So for me, I've placed the lamp under the bed, so to speak. So today I'm asking you to hold me accountable, to hold each other in grace as we imagine leaving our Christmas lights up all year, or maybe even just remembering to light a candle or embracing the rituals that connect us to the light that is Jesus. Maybe also holding each other accountable and perhaps following what Pastor Tony has been preaching all Advent season, which is to be more intentional with the ways in which we choose to live our lives by beginning first to love ourselves. When we carry profound grief like we have for the past two years, whether it be the loss a direct loss of a loved one, or knowing that there are others who have passed. When we have weariness as we enter into another year of a surging pandemic, where we are going back into isolation, where we are coming off canceled plans, it becomes harder for us to be aware of the moments where there is indeed light. And it becomes more difficult for us to actually slow down, to take time to focus on our bodies and to use our breath as we may think about centering ourselves like the wick on a candle, to allow ourselves a break, to sit and bask in the joy of the living. And while it can seem impossible amid our fear and exhaustion, to visualize a candle's flame flickering about, burning brighter some moments and almost going out at others, I pray that we can live a life that actually mimics that flame, 
knowing that the flame can serve as a reminder to what we have been called on this whole season, to hold on to the joy of a newborn king and to honor those joyful moments where we have experienced this year, even in the midst of heartache. I hope that we can also continue to allow hope to inspire us to move forward to a vision of a world that could be lived in by overcoming fear and division and oppression, to spread the seeds of peace and to make love real in all that we do. To remind ourselves that the one small candle can indeed always, always break through darkness whether it's in our hearts, in the hearts of another, or at the world at large. I want us to keep the lamp on the table in the impossible or possible moments. Letting the light be a reminder that we all have the capacity to give birth to something beautiful and good and needed and wonderful in our world. For me, the hope of the season and moving into, are you ready? 2022. There were books written about, Afrofuturistic books, apocalyptic books that were written about 2022, and here we are. <laughs> I want us to be reminded that if we can listen to Luke's telling of the birth of Jesus, that indeed God aligns with the creative power of womanhood rather than the violent, masculine power of statehood. We know that the Advent season is about remembering that no matter where we were born or what conditions we were born into, that we have the ability to live intentionally, even in the smallest of ways. And as we live out each day in the midst of the mysterious and the unknown, that there will be moments that throw us off course, and it is the hope of the season where we can remember to be wise when those obstacles arise. And we can actually slow down and ask ourselves, what is important to me? And how can I bring others along with me? We can use the Christmas story to remind us that often the violent power or approach to a top-down patriarchy in the Christmas story was actually subverted not by counterviolence but by the creative power of pregnancy to birth the life of Jesus. We know that spreading seeds of peace might mean that we have to let go of the ways of which we've always done things, especially now in our third year of the pandemic where so many of us have tried to return to normal, where many of us have continued to be sucked into the fostering of division, and as we approach January 6, knowing that there are those who have tried to overthrow our democracy. Spreading seeds of peace means recognizing that there are other ways that we can exist and be in the world. And the Christmas season give us, gives us an opportunity to be witness to that. After all, it is through what some have considered the weaker sex that God's true power enters and changes the world. I encourage us to remember the love of the season as demonstrated when Mary received the message of being a mother, that very scary message of being a mother and a mother to a king. And Mary surrendered 
the love where she nurtured and gave her all because she dared to believe in the impossible. She dared to believe that the impossible was indeed possible. And I believe in a love that is that creative pregnant power in us, for us, and through us. And love as a guiding principle, a compassion and empathy begins first by loving yourself. To know that we are loved and then to share the love we know in all things and towards all people. And let us in our own hearts dare to believe in the impossible by surrounding and surrendering ourselves to those who slow down, to live an intentional life filled with the themes of Advent, hope, peace, love, and the symbol of lighting a candle. That symbol of a lamp or a light as made real by the birth of Jesus can be seen when theologian and scholar Brian McLaren says, Jesus's life will be filled with light. Jesus will consistently model Mary's self-surrender and receptivity to God. He will consistently prefer the insightful kindness of motherhood to the violent blindness of statehood. And this is indeed what love and light looks like in real time. The lamp that we read throughout scripture is actually a symbol of what it means to be alive and to be alive in the belief of Jesus and his life. So as we go forth beyond this season and into 2022, I encourage us to present ourselves to God our whole bodies, our stories, our futures, our possibilities, and our limitations. And just as Mary surrendered, say, here I am. I'm present, open to being curious, to letting it be with me according to your will. And then to begin the work of Christmas. The work of Christmas is a poem that was written by the um, wonderful African-American theologian, educator, and civil rights leader, Howard Thurman. And the work of Christmas poem goes as this. When the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, and when the king and princes are home, and when the shepherds are back with their flocks, the work of Christmas begins to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild our nations, to bring peace among all people, and to make music in our hearts. The candles we lit this Advent season and the references to light that we find throughout all of Scripture is a reminder that the birth and the life of Jesus is for a purpose far beyond the holiday season, if only we are still enough to catch and reflect in his golden light. Ye are the light of the world. Do not light a candle in order to stick it under the bed. Now that we are at the end of our Advent season, the season of waiting and pondering and the coming of God in Jesus, let's continue to light a candle 
And for this next week, I challenge you to return to or begin anew the rituals that connect you to the light. Perhaps embarking on each morning or each time that you wake up by placing Mary's prayer of commitment and surrender, by saying it in your own words, let it be to me according to your will. Let's start this week. Let this next week be presenting your life to God so that that holy aliveness grows and glows in you. Light a candle this week and hold the following words in the patterns of your breath. Here I am. Here I am. I am here. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can help us to continue this program by making your donations at BeatitudesChurch.org backslash online dash giving. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. 